Together. I am your host, Tara Tucker, along with my co-host, Shakita. We have some special guests today. We have Jada and a yeah, I'm looking for a wave. <laughs> and Adrian and Hanifa. Hey ladies. Thank you, ladies, for joining us again. I wanted to do like a quote unquote round table, even though we're not like at the table, but I wanted to do a round table and discuss relationships because it's such an important topic. And um, I wanted to do it with three sections. One, our relationship with God. Two, our relationship with others. And three, our relationship with ourselves and to ourselves. You know, how do we treat ourselves? And um, so that's what we'll talk about. So think about those things while we um, while I go into prayer. Um, share this broadcast and invite your friends to watch it. Start a watch party on Facebook with some other sisters. This should be a very interesting and enlightened conversation in true going higher together fashion. We are transparent and authentic in our conversation. So thank you for joining us and uh, join us in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you and bless you and honor you and humbly come before you. Just thanking you for this day, Father. We confess that we don't always get it right, Father. But we thank you for your mercy and your kindness and your grace, Lord. And right now, Father, we're asking that you come, let your Spirit be here, Father. Let it rest, rule, and abide with us, Father. Decrease us so that you increase, Lord. We are a worldwide family. And I thank you, Father, because we must know how to love you and love each other. So be with us, Father, as we tackle this conversation, Lord. Be with the listeners, Father. Be with the ones who are watching, Father. Answer those um, secret questions and desires and hopes that they have of their heart, Lord. Let something be said here that encourages someone. And we thank you and bless you. And we promise to give your name, Father, the respect that it deserves. We promise to honor you, Lord, 
and just to give you the praise in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ladies, I heard a little hum. Did y'all hear that? I do hear mm -hmm. some feedback. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, put both of my, yeah. my things on. That's what it was, your other. Yep, your thing. other. Mm -hmm. Oh, did it? I hope it didn't mess up the prayer. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. How are your ladies doing? All right. Good, good, good. 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 I, I am so excited. I wanted, I wanted to have different perspectives because mm -hmm. we all have our own relationship with God. And then we all have our own perspectives just in general in life. And I really wanted to hear from you, um, you know, your relationship with God, your relationship with others, and really your relationship with yourself. I want to talk about that also. So I'm going to open it up and talk about what happened. It's like what she happened? paused. You pause. Am I gone? You on, but you back on now, but you pause for a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you were frozen. When I thought about, I don't know why though. Yeah. Let me know if it keeps happening. Cause I may okay. have to tell some people to get off the Wi-Fi in my house. It's good. It's slow. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Okay. All right. Okay. I just, I just gave the word. So when I thought about my relationship with God, I thought about um, how I had to learn to trust him, how I didn't trust him right away. And to be honest, I didn't love him right away because I didn't know how, you know, I didn't know who he was to love him fully. So through each encounter with him and each experience with him, I learned who he was. And um, it's been a rocky roller coaster with him. But one thing is for sure, I know that he has me and he never let me go. And I see the growth um, in myself and also in knowing who he is. So I wrote a few things down just to open it up. Because one thing is, uh, what is that noise? I'll cut it off. Oh, okay. Okay. Listen, being live, you guys, anything can happen. So, yeah. so you know what I mean? <laughs> live is live. Live is live. Um, I'm pulling from my book, um, Going Higher, 12 Weeks of Reflection for the Woman of God. This is what started this group, this podcast in the first place. And I just want to read this quote um, from Tony Robbins. And it's on page 161 of my book. And I was thinking about how many times I said, oh, I'm doing this, God, and I'm going to be this way, and I'm going to get it right. And I thought I had a made-up mind. This is what it says. Remember, a real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken new action. If there's no action, you haven't truly decided. That really resonated with me because... A lot of times I would say I would do something or I'm going to be a certain way, but I didn't change anything. So I really did. I said it with my words, but my actions didn't back it up. So I really didn't make a decision. You know, your, your decision is backed up by the actions that come after it. So I thought that was interesting. And I wanted to say that 
And then I wanted to say that you think that you've been through enough or you think that, okay, Lord, I have enough testimonies. You know, I'm good. I know who you are. You know who I am. You know, we're in this. And then something else happens and you're like, oh my goodness, how much can I take? You know, that's what it, it's been like in my relationship with God, like things just happening and happening. Although yes, he has grace and mercy and love for me, but I really, you know, feel like that sometimes like what else is going to happen, <laughs> but it's all for my good. So, and, and you guys too, but I'm just speaking for myself. So before I open it up, you know, open it up. I want to just read one scripture and then you guys will take it away. I'm going to read Jeremiah 18, two through seven, because when I was talking about this, when I was like, Lord, how much can I take? How many tests is going to happen? You know, um, this is the word <laughs> and God is really interesting. He, he does have character and a sense of humor and everything. Tyler's going to share the screen and I'm going to read this Jeremiah 18, two through six. It reads, Tyler, blow it up. Jeremiah 18, 2 through 6. Is that the right one? It looks like you have on First John. It's okay. Blow it up a little bit more. Okay. A little bit more. Yep. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house and there he was working at his wheel and the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand and he reworked it into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Man, I said, Lord, okay, amen. <laughs> He's like, you're in my hands, so I'm going to mold you and do what I need to do because I know you're in. He knows where he taking me. So he like, I'm going to mold you and do what I need to do to get you where you need to go. So I just wanted to put that out there. Anyone want to comment on that and comment on um, their relationship with God and what that's been like? Jada? Well, and he, I guess, yeah, I was like, somebody. <laughs> I try to give somebody else a chance because I know I can go in. Okay. So, well, but, I didn't see. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, my relationship with God, let me just go there. It's mm -hmm. way different from definitely last year to this year. But if I go, even further back, like three and five years, like I, I can really shake my head at myself with um, my level of faith. Uh, I, I was still in church and still reading the word, but just because you do that doesn't create the relationship. It's when you believe, if you're just reading the words on the page and it's not penetrating through, if, if it's not changing you, um, that's one thing. And then it's talking to God and listening, seeing what you're, what you're hearing from him. Um, you got to believe what you're reading 
You have to believe um, that he can change you. Um, so that's where I am now. Um, it's, it's been a lot of series of events. Um, COVID was one that has taken the world by storm and made me look at a lot different, a lot of things different. It's like, uh, you just don't know, like going to the restaurant to eat with my son as normal. That was a normal thing we did every week going to the movies. We look forward to that. We have to find new things to look forward to. Um, but if everything is shut down, what do we do? It's just me and him. And so we had to do a lot of talking together. And he's looking at a different mom and I'm looking at a different son. And with that, the household has changed. So who do you call? Because the rest of the world is going through the same thing that I'm going through or worse. Um, so it's it's been a, a lot of talking to God lately with um, dealing with my grandmother and um, I know she's going to pass uh, because of cancer. I know she is. So it's um, to even see that her relationship with God she talks about God way more now and me hearing her and the things that she's saying, some of the things she's saying, I wouldn't have even understood. Like you got to walk by faith and not by sight. That would have just blew past me. Like what, you know, but it's until you go through something and you actually, we always need God, right? We always need him, but something happens in your life that you, Real, that you know that you need them, that you had to call them. And so um, I am called to a lot in my family, with my family and my friends for answers. And last year I wrestled with being able to say, no, I don't have the answer. Or just sending them where I go. I go to the Bible anyway, y'all. We all have access to the same book. It's going to read the same as it reads to me, to you. But it's going to read different too. You know what I mean? It it, it says the same, but it's going to hit you different. So that's what I want to share with people. Like having a relationship with God, literally talking to him like we're doing now, pouring yourself out. Like you literally have, like you pour yourself out to your homegirl. And tell her, you know, he did this and, you know, girl at work, they, you know, that's the same. I, I go to God, like, look, you know, these clients, I don't know. I need them, but I don't want them, you know, <laughs> like I, I, I need to know who to, who to take in and who to let go. Cause all money ain't good. But so I need you to supply. You said you was going to supply and this week I don't want to take none, you know? And so I, I, I find myself just going on these rants, talking to God, and then I go from a real high to, well, I'm going to just go ahead and <laughs> send this text message out to five more clients. It's like, uh -huh. you know, this kind of thing happens when you have a relationship. He's going to talk to you and you got to hear you. Yes, there you go. Your heart your mind, your spirit, and I just wish I could give what I have 
to the world. Like my my love for God that I have, my the faith that I have is so much stronger than what it was. It's like if I can get I, I hear you. Y'all know. Y'all, they feel, y'all but they y'all. feel you. They can feel you through your talk. I feel you through the screen. You, you got there, like you it. said, through your experiences. We go through all these experiences and they increase our faith in him. Because he keeps us and he takes us from faith to faith. It's the best relationship in the world. And uh, who who else want to chime in? Um, as far as I do, okay. as far as relationship with God, I can't honestly say um, the past three years, I think that he has uh, knocked down some walls that were created. Um you know, growing up under a Jehovah's Witness, I never looked at myself as a Jehovah's Witness, but I did some of the things that they done. And when I pray, I uh, always call to Jehovah, you know, when I pray. That eventually uh, stopped once I started gaining knowledge, um, you know, just reading up, studying, and um going through different religions, but I never stopped talking to him. I just didn't know what name to use, you know? So it was just God, you know? But I think my relationship with God has gotten stronger um, as I've gotten older. And I've realized that he has been with me the whole time. Like, you know, so just not just based on the situations in life, but just with my kids, just just anything like everything like he has been with me because you step back as you older and you gain knowledge of him. You like, how did I make it through that? How did I like? But so and so didn't make it, but I did like so I I have built my trust on not just current things that that I saw, but the things that I, I wasn't able to see or don't even remember, you know? So when I talk to him now, it's just like talking to that girlfriend. Like, you know, I come to him and I try not to use profanity, you know, but when I get so deep into my feelings, it, you know, it's like words just, just come out, but I know he with me because he give me this sense of peace. Like, it's okay. You don't have to come to me proper. You know, you don't have to come to me the words out the Bible, thee, thy, day. And, you know, you don't have to do that. You can be loose. You can have that loose tongue. You can just come to me and cast your fears on me. And you feel that as you praying, you feel it as you talking to him just regularly, no quoted, nothing, you know, it, it just flows. And you can feel that, that Holy spirit in you, that what I didn't know I had, I had already had it. I already got the Holy ghost. I had already had the Holy spirit before. Just didn't know what it was. I didn't have the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So as I get older, now I'm looking for that. I'm chasing that. But he has given me something, that relationship, you know, it it built up on that. So now I'm able to not always give all to him because I'm still working on that, but he knows how I am. And I have to be careful what I ask for because he gives, he gives, you know what I'm saying? He, and that's one thing. That's how I know he listening. He might not give it to me the way that I'm asking for, but if you think about it, it'll be like, I did ask for patience. Now he holding up my check. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be careful what you ask for. Like, you know, you want, I want my business to just be so successful. He going to give you those thousands of people and be overwhelmed with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might not look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right then and there, but I've learned that with him and he does have a sense of humor. 
this man has made me laugh beyond laughs. Like, are you serious? Like, you know, so just having that opportunity to, to go to him to and know that he's listening. You When you know that he's listening, it's like, that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Like it, and, and it improves um, any situation that happens from there on, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, up it's that like that faith to faith that you know that walk yeah yeah so um i can honestly say at the age of 35 like it it, that's how long it took me to get where i met with him but he's still working on me and and the the crazy part about is he know i'm stubborn he know i have (laughs) so it's like he's working with me though you know i don't feel left i don't feel like i have to do things a certain way or like so-and-so did it and you know what I'm saying and they reaping yeah. a bit like, I have my own route I have my own you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying my own trail so he assures me of that because a lot of things don't go my way but at the end of it it'd be like I know why you did that like you yeah, know yeah yeah like, hindsight mm-hmm. but why you didn't tell me like <laughs> hey, well you look what about that lesson though if you know it forehand sometimes we won't do the walk if yes. he tell us what we're gonna go through before, we know we like we good. Mm-hmm. If he say you this gonna happen, this gonna happen, you gonna lose this person, that gonna happen. You you like oh no 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 I'm good. You gonna get like if I would know you gonna get cancer, your parents gonna die. Oh no 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 I'm straight. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, but it, it's all it's it's all worth it. A relationship with him is everything. Um, yeah. Hanifa then Kiki. Hey y'all. <laughs> so hopefully y'all can hear um. I got some family in the basement playing Monopoly, so I'm hoping that it's not that loud because it sounds like a very, uh, you know, fun game down there. But anywho, like a good time. <laughs> yeah, like a good time down there. So can you read me that quote, Tara, that you read from your book? Um, I forgot who the author was. Oh, okay. Yes, I will. That's um, I quoted Coach Tony Robbins. He's a motivational speaker and coach, and he said, Remember, a real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken new action. If there's no action, you haven't truly decided. Awesome. So that stuck out to me so much because um, I think my relationship developed with God when I actually took a real action, a real decision to live for him, not just in word, but an actual deed. So, of course, when I was younger, um, you know, I gave my life to the Lord or what I thought, I thought I gave my life to the Lord, but I was still doing whatever I wanted to do. Um, but you know, I was under the understanding of, well, if you confess, that's it. You can still do whatever you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do, but I didn't understand holiness. I didn't understand integrity. I didn't understand all those things that God gives you when you are truly walking for him. So I had to make a a decision, I had to take action to hold myself accountable. So no longer was it, you know, I'm a victim and the world is against me. And, you know, I'm, don't nobody understand me. You know, I'm just out here and, and, and the whole world is against me. I had to take accountability for myself. Like Hanifa was, you know, lying. Hanifa was having sex. Hanifa was uh, not having integrity. Hanifa was doing this. Hanifa was doing that. And then once I started taking accountability for myself and he started showing me who I was, then the relationship started to grow and started to blossom. And then I started to gain wisdom. I started to gain experience. I started to gain integrity and compassion for other people. So, um, and started to uh, 
you know, lose and get rid of such a, um, a religious mindset and a judgmental mindset. So when I started to take accountability for my actions and who I was, he started to mold me into the person that he wanted me to be. And I'm still on that wheel. Um, we'll never get off of that wheel until it's time to go home to him. But, um, you know, taking, taking an action and not just saying some words and really not meaning it, taking the action and being a, accountable for what you do, um, in my eyes, is what made me develop my relationship with God even better. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. awesome. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you all for sharing. For me, um, my first thing would be, do you believe, first of all, do you believe in God? A lot of people... I would say, well, we'll say, yeah, I know there's a God, but if there's a difference in believing, like, you know, he said, come to you as a child, like a child, they believe wholeheartedly, you know? So you, you, number one, you have to believe, do you truly believe that he's our father, that there is a God, that we have a created creator and that he created us. So for me, um, I believe because I just look at the world. I looked at uh, their creation, like, this is something way above us. And um, so for me, I do believe. So that was the first thing for me is truly believing in my heart that there is a God and being open. Uh, I'm a very laid back, close person. So for me, for my walk is being able to open up to God and allow him um, to come in my life, allow him to shift relationships, allow him to just mold me. Um, that's not easy because I even now is I think he he give us choices and um, that's what I love about God. You know he doesn't he doesn't make you he he still give you a choice and um, he lets you know that he's there with you even in with sometimes you might not see it. It might come through confirmation. It might come through favor. It can come through a million things. But for me. Um, it has come through my perseverance of being able to keep going uh, when I've been hit with so many different obstacles in my life. And even now, uh, he still showed me that he's there, you know, regardless of what it looks like. Um, it's a it's a feeling that you can't really explain. It's like one of those things like I know God. God is for me. He's not against me. And he's never will forsake me because I've been in a situation where. It only could be God. You know, there are situations that there only because sometimes people say, oh, you got lucky or luck. No. I know who's my savior. I know where my help comes from. And for me, that's being put in situations. Like I said, there's been time where um, I'll be sitting and he bring back memories when he when I was there, when I was in sin and didn't even know it. That's how much he loves us. He's he's patient. He's a patient father you know unconditional so for me looking at my life looking at the things i've gone through people will walk out your life friends um fathers you know associates you know they won't love you in all your mess they either talk about you or hang with hang with you when you up or you down and that's the truth I didn't have I didn't have so many broken relationships. I didn't have so many. I just like God. I'm tired. 
So for me, I know it's God. Because he had been tired so many times. And a lot of people have walked out my life. So I'm sorry, crap, but there was a can't nobody tell me he's not real. He's real. Because I don't know how I would have made it. Like, but I know that everything he does is for the good of me. It's for me. It's for molding me. And he knows people's hearts. He knows people's intentions. We don't know people's hearts. We just see the outside. And I have accepted it. And like I said, and I'm and I and I thank him for making me the person I am to stay strong and just to keep going and not look at my mess and not look at my situation. Cause it's not easy. It's not easy being a single mother. It's not easy doing everything on your own. It's not easy when you don't have to bite the eye your back when you've been there for so many people. It's not easy. So that's all I have to hold on. But he, he still comforted me in my time. He still let me know, hey, I'm there. I'm there, Shakita. I know. I know. But are we willing to wait? Are we willing to just stick it out? You know, we got to be strong. Got to be strong for my kids. Not just for them, for myself. And this time in this world, it's, 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 it's hard. You know, just looking, just dealing with the pandemic and... Just dealing with your kids. Your kids is dealing with it too. They don't know how to express. They're expressing and lashing out in ways because they don't understand. So for me, relationship with God is being myself, being able to come to him in all my mess. Just like you would call your best friend and talk to him. You don't have to be perfect. You just, Lord, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling this person. I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling, I need you to help me. It's being transparent, being true. It's being able to look in the mirror and say, Lord, continue to work because sometimes you be thinking you didn't dealt with it, and it, but then something come up and then it, it still nick at it, still bothers you. But you're not able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Lord, I need you." To the knowledge that you still had this feeling towards this person, or you still um, dealing with uh, what was that that thing? Um, I can't think, y'all. It's okay. You're doing great, Kiki. It's just, it's so much. For me, I think my trials, my tribulations, and the things I've been through, and the things that he has done for me, it's only but God. Can't nobody take that away from me. I don't care how much. For me, that's my relationship. My relationship with God is being able to talk to him and be able to see how he's been with me unconditional. I don't look, I look at what he has done for me. So for me, that's my relationship and then and building and trying to be um a daughter and, and learn his ways. And with that, you have to stay in your word. You have to stay with like-minded people. You have to be willing to to lay down your life. You have to be willing to not feel uncomfortable. Is people think just walk, we still feel like everybody else before we got say we still go through the same things. It's not no oopsie doopsie you say no 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 come we on, still come experience on. it we still experience that so for me it's is damn my there's somebody who loves me they don't might gonna love you unconditional just like your kids love you you can be the bad the, the the baddest mother father but they still love you you can treat them bad but they still love you who won't want that kind of love 
Who wouldn't want that? People masquerade in that love. Like, oh, yeah, we got love. That's not love. So when you love yourself enough to, to, to know who you are in yourself, the love that God's, God has for you, you'll walk in it. You won't settle. So for me, the things he put me, the things that he brings my memory, it's being there for me, just favor that I have been given. It's him taking care of me. The things I go through and he's still with me. That's how I develop my relationship. I develop it. And it's me learning, me wanting to learn. Because I can just give up and say, Lord, yeah, I believe in my own, but I want to go. But I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to go through the fire. So that's my, how I build a relationship is to persevere and let God mold me. Mm. Because I know he's real. Ooh, that's it, y'all. <laughs> she talking about that. That's drop the mic. I mean, we over here crying, and, girl. Because to me, what you did was sum up all of our words. Yeah, you know, we all can feel that. Yeah. So I thank you for being transparent and sharing that because that's real. You know, sometimes right. we are in those moments and we feel you can feel alone too, but you know that God is there and He won't leave you or forsake you ever. You know, and I love um, when you say that being able to face your own mess, because it segues way into our next um, question, because one thing is for certain, we all have our own relationship with God. And that's the beauty of him, because he knows who we are. Like AC was saying, he accepts her for who she is. He's going to make those changes. You know, he knows what to do, you know, with her. Jada had a, a rough year last year. She was able to she watch her grandmother and her grandmother's faith and her and her son relationship changed, but it's better. And she's, she's better. She has greater faith now, you know, that's amazing. And even Hanifa, that decision that she made and she saw the difference in being really having a made up mind for him. So all of this is just really, really amazing. And I love it because it shows how God deals with us individually. You know, it's not one way with him. He says, come as you are. And he, he, he does what he needs to do because he knows our end and he's so loving and so awesome. So awesome. So I thank all of you for sharing those, um, those testimonies and your walk with God. I know it's so much more, you know, but we're trying to compact it in this show, but I really appreciate it. And I just want to um, go to the next question and ask you guys about the relationship that you have with others. Um, I'm going to read a scripture and then we'll go from there. And Tyler, can you share the screen? I'm going to read first John 420. Thank you. I'm reading first John 420. And it reads. If anyone says I love God and I know I'm reading it from the Amplified, just so you know. If anyone says I love God, uh, make it larger, Ty Ty, please. And hates works against his Christian brother. He is a liar for the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Okay, Tyler, that's what, you can take it back off. That right there literally is so powerful. Think about that. It says, if anyone says, that's us confessing out of our mouth, I love God, but seek, but in your heart, you're hating 
And in parentheses, it says works against your Christian brother. You're a liar. Ooh, that's deep. We can we say we love God all day, but it's really important. God is in the people business and he does look at us. He does see how we interact with each other and how we show love to people, not just those that you know, those you those that you encounter in the grocery store when you're driving. You know, he does watch these things. I wrote down that it's so hard because it fights against our will. You know, um, we're fighting against our will and our emotions. And, and, and we succumb to the spirit of offense so much that it gets really difficult. But because we love God, we do push past that. Those who do love God push past that to see and, and offer grace to our brother and sister. Because we know, as Kiki was saying, we know that we have our own mess. In certain situations, we'll get in like, oh, man, I'm still dealing with that. That'll humble you. When you're faced with sin, sin really shows you that you need God. And I tell you one thing, the closer we get to Jesus, the more we see we need him, right? The closer we get, we're like, whoa, I, I messed up. I need you, Lord. So we that same, that same grace that we want, we have to extend. So let's uh, talk about that, the relationship that we have with others. And that scripture, what do you guys think of that scripture? Speak on that too. We're going to start um, this time with Hanifa. Okay, so I got to read the question at the bottom. Hold on, wait. What relationship do you have? So the relationship I have with people in general, um, that's a big old question because honestly, we're all people. So I can't blanket everybody into just one statement. So you Most got three question. Okay, how has your relationship yeah. with God affected the one with others? Um, yeah, the relationship with, yeah, yeah. That may condense it a little bit. Um, so my relationship with God has affected my relationship with others because, um, in a way where I'm not as, I used to be very judgmental, um, very, 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 very judgmental, very, had a strong religious mindset to where, um, if when nobody else doing what I was doing, they was wrong, they was going to hell. Like, how dare I put somebody in hell? I didn't create it. I'm just trying to get to heaven. I didn't create that. So, um, with that being said, just growing in God has allowed me to have more compassion for others because I'm flawed and people are flawed, but God still loves me and he still loves people. And so just living, just living a life with all different kinds of people, um, you work with all different kinds of people, you meet all different kinds of people and you don't know their story. And then once you hear their stories, you're like, gosh, how did you make it? And it's only through the grace of God that we're not consumed, that I'm not consumed. So just by living and by experiencing life and by hearing testimonies of others has allowed me to have more compassion, more sympathy, more empathy for people and to stop creating standards of mine and trying to have people be raised to those standards. Because who am I? I'm just trying to make it like everybody else is trying to make it. And at the end of the day, God has a final say. No matter what we say, no matter what we think, no matter what we believe, at the end of the day, Jesus is going to sign on the dotted line who getting in and who not. And that's just real. I don't care what nobody say. They can be the, the most sought after speaker or minister in the world. 
or they could be a homeless man on the street who don't nobody ever know. But don't nobody know at the end of the day who getting in and who not, except for Jesus. So when I just keep that in mind and just try to live for him and him alone and know that he judges the thoughts and the intentions of the heart, then I just rest in that. And, and, and then it has me think about he's not only judging my thoughts and intentions, he's judging others as well. And one more thing, um, you know, we all have loved ones and we all want them to be saved, our friends, our family, whoever, neighbors, whoever. And I used to wrestle so much with that, especially those who are closest with me, like, oh, I want them to have a relationship with Jesus. I want them to be saved. I want them to make it in to the point to where I'm worrying, I'm stressing myself out, I'm, you know, just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. But at the end of the day, Jesus loves them way more than I could ever love them. And I know I love them a lot, but he loves them even more than that. So when we rest in that, and if we truly trust him, then we can just like relinquish all of that fear and just give it to him and say, you know what? You got it. You got it. So that's that's how it has strengthened my relationship with others. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. I'm a, a, a huge proponent and believer in relinquishing the outcome to Jesus, seriously, because that's where you can rest. You can rest in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's ask Jada. Jada, you're up next. Let's talk mm-hmm. about your relationship with others and um, in reference of the scripture that I read. You know, um, the first thing I thought about was what I wrote in the jewels this morning. And I'm like, see how you do? <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I really literally, I was wrestling. I mean, I had a couple paragraphs and I go back and delete it all. And I came back, wrote it as something. I said, okay, well, no, 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 no. Let me talk about this. And then I wanted to talk about confidence. And I, it's like, okay, hold on what I'm really trying to say, you know, like, what am I really trying to say? So I just pulled it up uh, while Hanifa was talking, saying that, um, okay, you're going to read the it. The whole Good. point of what I needed to tell everybody was that you should be looking to God. I know what I'm trying to say. Okay. We deal with other people. You don't want to deal with, people the way you deal with God you don't want to expect the same thing what you should be expecting from God from people you may be falling short you may not be happy you can't look for your happiness from someone else so we're friends but you fall short Tara didn't call me on my birthday Tara didn't uh show up for me for this funeral uh somebody uh Kiki didn't um, notice something that I'm my faith is stronger and I keep praying or you know that's real I mean? it could be something little that's or real something so big but you you expect for people to react to you a certain way we have so many expectations of people and when they fall short of our own expectations we feel let down we feel sad we feel mad some people get depressed they feel alone they uh, you lose your confidence because of what somebody didn't say. Nobody complimented me, so I don't feel pretty. Nobody said you weren't, 
but nobody said you were. But do you feel confident? Do you feel like you look pretty? You know, so those are things you look to God for, for the validation that, but he's already told you what you were. He, so whatever it is that you're feeling like you don't have, whatever it is that you feeling like there is lack of, whatever it is, he's already told you, you are a queen. What more? You are a child of God. What more? Like that's the period, the exclamation mark. That's the parentheses. That's the whole paragraph all in one. You are a child of God. So you know your father has your back before anybody. You know he has your best interest in, in the forefront. He brought you here. He already said you were made perfectly. He knows the hairs on your head. I got a lot of them. He know all of them. He, the ones that's missing, all he know all. I can't this. with you, Jay. You don't like. <laughs> so I just. That is the, the lesson that I have learned because I have, if I'm honest, I can, I do, I have expected for my family to be there for me when, you know, losing um, my son's father, I expected for them to be there, expected for all the men to just show up and show them all the men things there is to do, play games and football and, you know. But I found that it was, it, not only was it not their responsibility, because it's my child, that's a decision that I made, you know, but I would say at the end of the day, but it's the beginning of every day. At the beginning of every day, God is his father. And that is what I need to uh, make sure that he knows. And that's what I want to share like with the world that no matter who is there, no matter who is not, that God is the beginning of every day, the end of every day. When we leave, you still got to see him. When you wake up, it's because of him. So it's it's like this whole circle. You wake up, you got to say, thank you, God, that alarm clock didn't do it, you know, and mm -hmm. man. That's good stuff, Jada. Um, so whether it's, this is relationship with your husband, mm -hmm. your wife, your kids, all of that, we expect them to do the right thing. Didn't I tell you, you know, that's how you feel about your kid. Like, didn't I tell you, I know I taught you better than that. You are, <laughs> Come on. you know, it's don't, even that, you know, your expectation of them because of what you showed them, but it's something different. I notice with my own child that it's different when I tell him what God said. It's different. It, it that it hit different. Listen, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, but this is why I'm saying it. And we got That's the good. whole rule book here. We got commandments and all types of stuff. It's pages upon pages of why I'm saying. So to reference back, that is when I feel that. Um, I have his attention too. So just, I guess to sum it up, does your expectations don't don't expect for people to be what what God is supposed to be for you? Amen. That's awesome. I like That's that. awesome. It's good. Manage your expectations and daily, like you said, every day it's a new day because our fleshly us, our human nature, 
we have feelings, we have emotions. And when you're attached to people, people that you love, you do have expectations and you have to manage them every day. You know, this is a daily reminder. So I love that, Jada. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, AC, we'll have you and then Kiki. Where that question go? I don't see. <laughs> really, we just want to know about um, since having your uh, having a relationship with God, how has it changed your relationship towards people? Um. Well, I'm I'm more considerate of you know like I'm gonna say with my clients because everybody isn't like a they own little group of people like you know what I'm saying so like with my clients I'm I'm more um kind of a, like a, a listener. You know what I'm saying? I, I became more of a, a listener versus me being the person talking, believe it or not. Like, while they sit in the chair, like, let me tell you this. And this supposed to be them, you know what I'm saying, to me. But it, it works both ways. You know what I'm saying? They kind of feed off what I'm saying. But uh, since I've, uh, you know, become closer to God, I've learned to, I'm and still learning to shut up, you know, to listen. You know, you might learn something. Um, not only just, you know, by listening, but actually by actions too. Um, as you all know, the type of person I am, if you, if I feel like you're a little flaky, I cut you off in a minute, you know what I'm saying? But when I cut you off, it, it don't be like, I hate you. You know what I'm saying? It just be like, I, I know this is that limit that we have. You know what I'm saying? This is how far that I can go with you. So, um, um, I have, I'm not going to say I lost friendships because I still consider them friends, but I, I feed them out of a long spoon. You know what I'm saying? I feed them out of a long spoon and I don't want to, I could cut the whole connection off, but I don't want to because I feel like at one point, at some point in my life, I might be their help. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily want to cut you all the way off because you didn't done something or you didn't. Cause I have been disappointed. A lot of the people who I call friends didn't come in and, say that they have, I have their condolences when my, my mom, my grandma passed away or when my daughter almost died. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people who were called friends, even close to family didn't come to check on me. And it was like, you know what? I ain't going to nothing that they have and I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. That was my old mentality. But at the end of the day, I had to think like, I don't know what that person was going through or if, or even if they knew how to show, you know, um, compassion for me, you know what I'm saying? So I, being close to God actually had me thinking in a different aspect of things. Like I can't, um, you know, judge people like that. Like, and I always had a bad habit of doing that. Oh, so-and-so knew they could have came over here because they keep riding by. I don't know what that person going through. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I was so quick to say that, like, you know, and at the end of the day, it's like, when you do finally talk to him, like, yeah, man, I just lost my best friend that day, that same day. Like you never know. So I had to, get out my feelings, you know what I'm saying? And consider that everybody has a life. AC ain't the only one, you know what I'm saying? But that old me always creep up, like cut them off. Them, uh -uh. Nope, don't even give them a chance to say that they did this, cut them off. You know what I'm saying? But having a closer relationship with God has um, slowed that thinking process down, has, you know, humbled me, you know what I'm saying? To where that I still have that door open for anybody, any of my friends could come and knock. They might not know it because of how I am, but that door is open. You know, you can come and vent, you can come and share. And I don't care if it's been 20 years when we haven't talked or I got mad at you because of this or whatever the case may be. The growth that I have now is, is so much different. 
you know, um, and the reason why I say it's different groups, because you got that group of friends you grew with, grew up with. Then you got the I got the hair school friends, you know what I'm saying? Then I got the like everybody in their own group. And I showed a different type of me with hair school. I was always happy go lucky. Hey, y'all, what y'all doing? Let me see if my family would have walked in there. They'd be like, that ain't AC. You know, who is that? Like, that's a whole completely different person. But doing what I love brought out that side of me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, this is where I'm at. Like, this is home. Like, I'm so comfortable. So with those people, I didn't care if they gossiped or did whatever. It didn't make no difference. We all here for the same thing type thing. So, you know what I'm saying? It was never no drama in that world for me. Childhood friends, that's my group. And then as I get older, I'm more open to new relationships. You know what I'm saying? At first, it was like, you know, no new friends. You know, I don't want to deal with have not I. No, and, your girl, bring the girl around, your new boyfriend, and you got to worry about her tendencies. I ain't got time for all that. But it's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? And I always pray, like, please bring people in my life that not only will help me, but I want to help them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad I'm at where I'm at because I think where I'm going, it, it wasn't meant for everybody to go with me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the type of person that if I get stacks and my friends are struggling i'm the type to get them half the stack and then i'll be sitting there now we in the same boat like you know what i'm saying neither one of us are ex you know what i'm saying so it's like maybe he made me be in that position so that when i do i can throw out that ladder to them and be like come on you know what i'm saying like let me show you how you know what i'm saying to get here so i'm i'm okay with where the level that i'm at now with friends and it's because of the relationship with god you know what I'm saying? I don't ask nobody out, have no hard feelings toward no one. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has done anything to me that will make me or put me in that, you know what I'm saying? That mindset, you know, and uh, having a relationship with God helped me get there. So, wow. That's what I, I know. Love that. it, AC. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, AC is talking about she's become super compassionate and long suffering. So, that's God all day. Okay, Kiki. <laughs> oh man, I just love it. She makes she has to hit on some good points though. It mm -hmm. she just definitely I just want to um for all the viewers or um who's watching and listening, you can chime in as well and answer the questions or if you want to ask anything, um please do. Um so that way we can post them up and read them. Um but for me, I'm gonna keep my simple is I try to give people grace, extend grace. And, and another one is um, love. A lot of times, people don't understand why they're acting the way they, they, they're acting. And sometimes you just giving a person a hug or just being a listening ear can do numbers. Because I worked at a hospital. I didn't get cussed out so many times where the person actually called back and said, you know what? He said, I just had to come back and tell you, thank you for being patient with me because I was so frustrated. But we have we have to show kind of we have to be like like Jesus just try but I know that I try to extend grace grace friends associates co-worker whomever because a lot of times we get like she said like say we get too judgmental or like so we don't know everybody's situation but extend the grace that you would want somebody to extend to you it's my aspect as approaching everything else and another one would be to love on love on people because some people just need somebody to listen that need somebody to, to acknowledge that they're here you you never know like i didn't be in a situation where 
I can just hug somebody and just hug them and say, you know, I don't know what you're going through, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be a close friend or you don't probably have even talk to that person. But being kind hearted, showing grace, because I'm very soft-spoken unless I get there. But the Lord has, for me, it's me putting myself aside and just... Like, Kiki, if you was going through something, you would want somebody to extend grace to you. You want somebody not to think that you're doing that on purpose because we we was once, you know, in, in our in ourselves and we didn't know that we were hurting other people. Or it was it didn't come to our mind. So that's why I say extend the grace, extend the grace like you would like somebody to extend you. That's my go to for that question. That's good. That's real good. That's good. Oh, man. Whew. Hanifa, did you answer? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay, one. you was first. Okay, I'm, it, it's so much going Extend on. Extend me my grace. <laughs> I'm extending everybody grace. Yeah. All of y'all got it. Double, triple time. Seriously. I For real. Because when you look at yourself and just like, oh, man, what a wretch I am. So, yeah, I don't have nothing. And if something come on, it's gone as quick as it came. So right. it, things do come on because you're human. So things will come yeah. on you. But as long as you get yeah. rid of it, it can't, it can't make a home there. You can't live with that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You stop and visit. Now get on out of here. That's not mm -hmm. me. I ain't living that life. Um, oh, my goodness. I have to leave. And I hate that. I was talking to Tyler. Um, tonight is the first night that we've had this new setup. And... She was saying that there were some things going on. So I was talking to her behind the scenes. So I don't know if you guys see my mouth moving and like what, <laughs> but, but then also when you guys are talking, I'm like, you know, co-signing you guys also. The last question is, um, how has your relationship with yourself improved? And that right there is, is a pretty, I want you to think about it. You know, it's pretty deep, you know, thinking about, who you were before God and who you are now, even though, yes, we are on a journey and it doesn't end until he, he comes, you know, like it says in Philippians, you know, he began a good work in us and that's a good thing. Um, I'm going to, I'll say my piece and then I'll let you guys go and Kiki will be hosting and then she'll um, talk and dismiss you guys and tell you to order from, you know, prayer and all of that. But I have really learned to really love myself. I thought that I had high self-esteem prior, but I didn't. I didn't realize that I had low self-esteem. I didn't realize the way I was living my life showed that I didn't love myself, that I didn't know myself. It was only after the Lord came to me, showed me who he was, and then showed me who I was and am in him. You know, like um, Kiki was talking about that love, that that unconditional love. And when he showed me that and I received it and I was able to forgive myself, I know he forgave me, but then I had to walk through the process of forgiving myself. And that opened up a new world for me. And with each experience and as I keep walking out with him, it just gets deeper and deeper. And I was free before. I was transparent before. I was authentic but another level of that came. I don't even know how many levels we go in God. I don't know. But I know that as you keep walking, you're going to keep going to new levels and keep pulling back layers 
of um trauma you know layers of uh unforgiveness or or whatever it is that you you were dealing with it it starts peeling back and you're like whoa so last year when i um was in a hospital for those couple of weeks with the sepsis shock when my systems was falling down when they told me that i first could have died at home if my husband would have brought me to the hospital that was the first one second came to me and said that I'm going to die in three days because my kidneys were just going at an alarming rate. That right there, that, that took me to another level when I was just like, Whoa, you know, I was facing death and a peace came over me of, okay, Lord, it, you know, I here, you know, you're with me. And when I leave here, when I'm absent from the body, I'll be with you. And after that, a peace came over me. And the crazy thing, and I, I shouldn't use crazy, but what happened after that is I ministered to three people. After that, even though my body was in pain, mentally, spiritually, I was okay, if that makes sense. After that, I left out the hospital different. I left out the hospital freer than I was when I walked in. And I didn't even know that was possible. I thought I was already, you know, walking in that level, but nah. There's another level. There's like so many levels. So I came out wearing the world a little looser than I was before, wearing people's opinions looser. You know, everybody knowing that, ah, uh, really know that I have purpose, really know that you have me here for a reason. You rebuke death for me because he could, he could have let me go. Right. He rebuked death for me and it just heightened my love, not only for him, but seeing who I am for him and, and in him. So I, I have <laughs> me and Tara <laughs> are OK. And and every day I want to be a better me than I was yesterday. So I just. Last year did a lot for all of us. Like Jada was saying, we all experienced this together. Um, I remember I wrote in my book, this book, y'all. And I said, oh, the Lord, I almost lost my marriage and the Lord fixed it. Uh-uh. I ain't know nothing about no losing on marriage. I didn't know what that was until last year. <laughs> you would think that was the... When I say levels, last year took my marriage, my family to another level. When I say 2020 pulled off covers and, and screens and things for my family, I don't know what it did for you guys' family, but for mine, just open our eyes to put stuff in the forefront to say, hey, deal with this, deal with this so we can move forward. Because if you don't deal with this, it's gonna break. So I just love who I am now today because of these experiences for yielding my will and yielding the control and saying, yes, Lord. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm going to do it your way because I want your results. So I, I'm really good with me today. And, and I couldn't always say that I can forgive myself and I can take care of myself and, and, and love me for me and for who God called me to be. You know, so I just wanted to say that. And I love all of you so much. Everyone who's watching, I love you. I don't know what kind of technical difficulties going on, but we will share this. And um, you guys enjoy it on the replay. I have to go to class. 
Kiki, I am leaving it in your hands. And I know those are great hands. Love you all. Have a great class. Love you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies. Um, Hanifa's gonna go because she has to leave too. After Hanifa, um, AC, then um, Jada, and then I'll go last. And then after that, we'll do the three takeaways. And then, uh, Jada, will you love to pray us out? Okay. Okay. All right. So go ahead, Hanifa. Okay. Um. So the question was, how has the relationship with myself changed? Um. I'm gonna say that. The relationship with myself. So, of we, I know we keep saying this. It's like a, a thing that we keep saying. But everybody has gone through something in 2020. If you haven't, you probably won on planet Earth. If you didn't go through anything in 2020. So, um, uh, March of 2020, my mom passed, and she actually passed in my home in hospice care with me, and I was taking care of her, and I was the last person to see her breathing. And so um, just while she was here, the last four months of her life, it just brought us so close because I just learned so many things of my mom that I didn't know. And it's amazing how um, just how Tara talked about how she kind of went through like a life and death experience. And, you know, she didn't realize that it's, it's levels and she just went up levels just by experiencing what my mom has gone through and having her be here with me in her last days and months it made me go up some levels and I didn't realize that I needed to go up more levels but I did and um it just gave me more grace and more compassion for myself um you know I'll fast forward a little bit or go back a little bit I was on this weight loss journey and, you know, uh, before my mom came to live with us and I lost like 40, 50 pounds and I was feeling good and I was, you know, exercise was everything and blah, 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 blah. She was so proud. And then, um, you know, once she had to come live with us and I had to take care of her, you know, I didn't really care about that no more. I'm trying to, you know, pour into her and make sure she's straight and make sure she's taking her antibiotics you know, every eight hours, how she's supposed to, and making sure she eats and making sure she goes to doctor's appointments. But she was still so proud, like, girl, you looking good. You keeping it off. I see you. All right, girl. And it made me happy that I'm making her happy. So when she passed, it's like, dang, I don't care about nothing. I bought three cakes and I'm not playing. I bought three cakes the day she passed. And I said, I don't care. I don't care about nothing. And so just going through that loss um it did something it did something good and it did something bad but I, I think it did something good the most because it showed me that at the end of the day you know um we're all human we all have emotions we all have to deal with different things in our own way but you know um I had to give myself grace and I had to allow myself to grieve and I had to you know allow myself to understand that I didn't uh, fall or I didn't, you know, revert back to my old behaviors. I was grieving and I needed to grieve. And that's how I chose to grieve. So now, you know, I don't beat myself up. I don't say, girl, you got back big. Or I don't say, um, you know, what are you going to do with your life? I, I allow myself to have grace. I encourage myself more. Um, I speak positivity to myself. Um, I thank God every day that I have another chance to get it right. I look for um, 
other things to do to help pour into people to help their lives better so that's how it's changed my relationship with myself is not only am I trying to be more compassionate with others but I'm trying to be more compassionate with myself um, I'm starting to do more self-care more and stuff I didn't care about I didn't care about going to get pedicures every month now I'm trying to do that I didn't care about getting massages now I'm trying to do that I didn't care about you know, I had the wrong reasons for working out. I was trying to work out because I wanted to look good in my outfits. Now I'm trying to work out because I want to make sure my heart is right because she died of congestive heart failure. So it's changed my relationship with myself in so many more aspects than what I thought it ever could or would. So, um, yeah, it's just it's, it's her passing has opened up my eyes to like something totally bigger than what I thought it would and and now I'm starting to um, live the way that she would want me to live that's pleasing to my mom but even more so pleasing to the Lord so that's how it's changed me thank you Hanifa thank you we know you have to go right y'all I had a great time right enjoy your evening thank (laughs) y'all bye bye Okay, you can go. Who's next? Uh, I think it was AC or Jada. What was one? It was a okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so you know how Tower used the onion as you know the peeling back. So the paper, you know, I peeled that off, but that was that. And the only reason why I use that type of metaphor is because I'm still working on me. Um, when my grandma passed, it did affect, and I didn't even know. Uh, certain eating habits, um, sleeping habits, um, plus the p- pandemic was going on. So it's um, clogged up in the house. Even though I was already a homebody, it was like I didn't have that opportunity to, you know, get out like if I wanted to. Like if I wanted to make that quick run, all oh, this clothes. So even though I couldn't um, get out there, I turned to certain foods but it wasn't like, oh my God, if I eat so much of that, I'm gaining so much weight. It was more so like, uh, oh, it's a snack. It's, it's a harmful snack. And I have that type of um, behavior to where like, if I eat something and I get used to it or I like it, I stick to it for like six to seven months. Like that's just how I am. So when my grandma passed, I did end up picking up the weight. With that being said, I had a theory of uh, me using the fat to get the fat transfer. Everybody in my family know. Like, I've been talking about getting this, but I prayed about it. <laughs> I prayed about it, and the Lord has not steered me no other way. He hasn't said no, no. And it wasn't me getting the fat transfer uh, to get anybody's attention. It was more so for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that confidence when I put on something when I, you know what I'm saying, get ready to go out, just, I want that confidence for me. But that's why I say, like, you know, I'm, I kind of refer to myself as that onion, but I only took that paper part off because I still got a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? It is deeper than that. And I know I'm a, a difficult person. I'm a Capricorn. I'm hardhead. That's how I feel. Like, I'm stubborn. So I, I believe that if God tapped me on the shoulder right now and told me, to stop i'll be like well tell me why i should stop you know what i'm saying like that's how stubborn i am like well what is gonna do to me if ain't gonna do nothing to me you know and I, i'm working on that so i'm working i'm still working on me um i do love myself i love myself to to want to change um 
you know, my eating habits to change my attitude and how I treat other people. So being closer to God actually uh, helped me realize that it is a lot of stuff wrong with me. Like all these years I'm sitting up talking about Bonquisha and all them. And it's like, you, you the issue, you know what I'm saying? You got something, but I'm, I'm that type that always feel like I, I know I got the answers. Come to me. I, I tell you, you know what I'm saying? When I don't, I, I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it, it takes, it took for me to go through life lessons to get there, you know? So I love me and I'm still working on me and I'm still getting that booty for me. So <laughs> I'm that onion where you just take off the paper. I ain't peeled nothing back yet because it's going to be tears. So hopefully another show around the table come along and I'll let y'all know about them layers. But I'm a work in progress. So uh, I know if I tell you guys anything, you're going to hold me accountable. So I'm just going to shut up right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely am. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing, AZ. <laughs> Go ahead, Jada. <laughs> what the, now, what am I supposed to say? Now, I was like, where you, how do you go after that? I knew I should have went before her. Before her? But Wait, I'm thinking like, maybe I should have had Jada go before AZ. It's too late now. Now, here I come. All right. So, question is, how has my relationship, wait, tell me what the question is. Wait, I can't hear. I'm going to have Tyler put it back up for us. Okay. Okay. I know it's something with myself. Yes. Okay. That's it. Let me see. I think it's in the ch Okay. What is your relationship with? Okay. Like with yourself. All right. So, I have come to realize um well, at one time that I was lonely. And that was a come to Jesus moment that because I don't, I would never say that I'm lonely, not out loud, you know, but to even acknowledge that, like, it's like, I'm actually lonely. Cause I'm, it's like, I'm fun. I'm a bubbly person. I'm, I'm, I'm full of life. I'm the life of the party. I can make you happy i come over here if you say it if you mad if you down just come here you know i'll talk to you i'll make it all better try my best to make it all better but you know through reading the word of god and having a relationship with god helped me to see where that came from it was because of my loneliness me feeling like i was alone and just by myself in this world just me and my kid. Um, so it took a lot of prayer. I mean, and in the beginning, it really wasn't about for me reading the word. It was just about me pouring myself out and talking to God and telling them how I felt. And I just wanted to feel better. 
that's all i just you know i just wanted the pain to leave i wanted my anger to leave from the letdowns of family and friends and losing a loved one you know it was like i felt like from the loss that life couldn't go any further down i couldn't go any further down the only way i could go is up and i really didn't even know how to go up but i knew i was at my lowest of low so but but god as they say it's it's these little sayings that i that you gotta um put in your little knapsack and your little bag and your little change purse it's a little small purse you put them all in little sayings like um i can do all things like but god um like won't he do it like um trust them um it's so many it's so many um like lean not to your own understanding those are some scriptures and some little things that i would hear and and do you know who god is i would hear when i would go to church i'm there I, i i started going to church because i was told that's where you go if you want to feel better go there so i went there not for god i went there for the feeling so that's where it all started was for me to get there and feel better i just needed something to make me feel better and and but today i'm a new person you know i'm still loving i'm still caring you could still come to me but but what i was pouring out before i was pouring out all the wrong stuff on you now i can pour out something that is living water this what i have is living water to give you like it'll feed you you won't you can't come around me and don't get anything like i never want i always want to be approachable and from any wherever i go so i try to make it where i am body language is something that i was told i look mean and i'm like how i look mean but your situation will change your face your posture it is it's the aura that you set off so what you're feeling inside is seeping out and people like you all right um yeah you all right you know i haven't even said anything i'm just sitting here but it's oozing out and i don't i want to saturate the room with happiness i want to saturate a room with love more than anything because so many people don't have it not real love like you know it's gangs that you get jumped into gangs and they say this is my brother and they love me that's why they did it you know it's people in going through better relationships with people and they say that they love you i'm doing it because i love you you know and but I want to give people and show people what love really is. It's being forgiving. It's, um, and it's like, no matter what, because 
that's what God is. God has shown me um, how to forgive and really let it go. Just really let it go. Forgiveness is not about the the um, the verbal part of it. Like I said, I forgive you. Dang. You know, that's not, you didn't forgive me, you know, or you didn't forgive them. Like, don't just say it, but like mean it. And right. I have um, worked with some elders in church with that, just being able to forgive. Because when people do stuff, first of all, they not going to quit. So let's just put that out there. Yeah. You're going you gonna to feel let down at some given point, at some point. But I think for me, learning about learning that to be honest with yourself first. And when I'm feeling away, I can say I'm feeling out. If I'm feeling down, that's how I'm feeling. It got to start right. there. It got to start there. We right. got to be honest with ourselves and don't just keep face for people. It ain't worth it. And it'll break you down. So I don't do that. If I don't feel good, I'm going to say I don't. I don't have the answer. I don't. But mm -hmm. I know who does, and that's where I go. And that's what I learned now. Yes, that, that's real. That's 100% real. Thank you, Jada. She's absolutely right. Be, just be honest with yourself. Be honest. Uh, for me, mine would just, I didn't realize how much I lost myself. So... Um, I thank the Lord for it, you know, just saving me, bringing me back, and me just getting to know who I am now. I'm not the person I was two years ago. I'm not the person I was five years ago, but to fall back in love with me, with all my flaws, you know, you know, to have that confidence, you know, sometimes you don't, when, when you get out the certain situations, out the match, you're like, dang, I, I just really let go, like, I forgot, like, what do I like to do? What, <laughs> Kiki, who do you, you know? So I had to get back of loving me and get to know me, the things I like, what I like to do uh, to allow me to see what God sees in me. The, the beautiful daughter that I am that, that deserves unconditional love, that is worthy. So I've been setting boundaries for myself. I've been self-care i've been back to reading because i didn't understand i have my myself like my read, read so many books vast so many books because i lost that i lost those in my relationship i lost me in my relationship so me getting back to to loving me and 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 loving what god is doing with me in my life so for me it's just loving me in every state that i am in and to know that i am worthy of love and that's for me. Like I say, put your. Sometimes we have to put ourselves first and set boundaries. Doesn't mean that you know. What they say, you can't pour from empty cup. That's the truth. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So, and able to take care of people that's attached to me and just people around me. I need to make sure that this whole, this body that the um, Lord has given me, that I take care of it. I take care of my mental state. I, I need to because I, like you said, I can't pour out of an empty cup. I cannot. So for me, it's me realizing that it, and it's me putting myself first. 
in order to be a better mother, a better friend, a better coworker, a um, better person, period, a better daughter. You know, so for me, it's I'm getting back to getting to know me. And I, I'm thankful for God to just to be in my life and, and just to see, you know, what's next. I'm very thankful. And um, for all the listeners out there, you can chime in on the question too, you know, what what's your relationship with yourself? Um, what have you done different? Different because we're not the same. We're not the same person. And especially in this pandemic, it has opened up things, wounds that you might thought was healed. Um, things have been brought to light. Um, what you value in life? Because this taught me to really, when the, that scripture that say, um, wear this world like a loose garment, baby, you have to. You have to wear this world like a loose garment. Because what I learned from this pandemic, that nothing else matters but God and my family and the people that, the companionship. You never know that you miss something. Me not even being there to see Jada personally or AC personally, Tower, the jewels. Like, I miss that. That touch that us being able to come together. That's something he didn't design us to be alone. So for me, this it made me appreciate relationships. It makes me look at life just different, you know, and what do you value? What do you value? That's something that you really got to ask yourself. And I am just so thankful. We are at 825. We five minutes out. So what I want to do right now is do takeaways. Um Asa and Jada, it doesn't matter who goes first. I just want to know, what do you want to leave the audience? Uh, what do you want to share and leave the audience uh, for them? You know, and after that, we will pray and Jada will pray us out. So whoever want to start with their takeaway, uh, you can um, go. Um, my personal from it. Yeah. Yes, your your takeaway that you want to leave with the audience. Okay. So um yeah. Yeah, with the relationship with God, um I mean just just being open, knowing that there's no guidebook and and how to come to him, that you could be yourself, you know. Um he knows what your heart wants, he knows your desires, but to actually hear you say it you know, you'd be amazed at the things that uh, could happen. And again, be careful with you, what you pray for, um, because he will give it to you. Um, the relationship with others, um, you never know what somebody can be going through. You never know what, you know, uh, they're hiding, you know, what they're not saying. So don't always be so quick to jump to conclusions as to why this person didn't do that. Communication is key. You know, acts. I've always been a, a advocate on that. If I feel like it's something he say, she say, I'm going to go to the source. I want to find out where they got it from. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to nip it in the butt before it gets, you know. So, um, in relationship with ourselves, you know, just just loving yourself. And, um, you know, even if you need help with it, just going to him and, and asking, you know, help with it. And don't be too hard on yourself. Like, because... You never know who could be going through the same thing you're going through. Like, I know I'm not the only one who want this, but so with that being said, <laughs> you're right, Ace. <Asa. laughs> 
it's okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. I'm just verbal with it. I, I speak up on it. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing it for 10 years talking about it. So, you know, that's you're not alone. You're not alone in this. You know, it's always somebody out there that share your feelings and, and your cares and, and all that, you know. So, and we're here. We're here to listen. We're, we're here to um, help you with that, you know. So, those are my takeaways. And I, I just hope that it was helpful for the audience. Jada. Okay. Um, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's a good takeaway. Ooh, I feel like we covered so much. Uh, like just rewind it. I don't know. No. Uh, right. Just something that's main that you want to leave with them to like, you know. Okay, I know it was so uh, much, you know. <laughs> Yeah. What you feel in your heart? Ooh, it's static. Um, believe in God. Believe. Just try. Just try them. If you don't know them, like I, I have been there. I've, I've always talked to God as a child and growing up talking to God different names like AC was saying um you know my parents were Jehovah Witness um and I, I felt that home when I got to church I, I just felt that home um I don't want to direct you anywhere I don't want to tell you to go to church um for the people who don't know is who I'm, I'm speaking to um I can only tell you what worked for me and what worked for me was just trying them out because I tried everything else I felt. I tried talking to people. I tried people, places, and things, put it like that. And nothing compares to what God can do for you. So just try them out. Talk to them on a regular basis. Open the Bible and you won't understand right off the bat. But I promise you, the more you read, it'll speak to you where you are. That's just how alive the Bible is, that it speaks to you right where you are. And God will meet you right there, too. He will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jay, for that. Um, thank you for your time to all the viewers. We're now at the end mark. Um, please stay with us as we pray out. Uh, so right now, everybody clear their uh, mind, and uh, we're going to start. Go, Jada. You could, you could take that. All right. Thank you, God. Just thank you. First, just allow me to thank you just for all that you have done. And I thank you for this broadcast, for allowing me to be a part, for everyone who was uh, able to be a part of it as well. I thank you for every listener and so i like to pray for all of us and the listeners as well god i'm asking that you touch each woman um each person that is under the sound of my voice that they can get to know you even more i know who you are god i know who you are but you prove yourself over and over that you're even more than what i think and for that i thank you I ask that you bless each person, God, um, online, whether YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, 
whoever this video, whoever this broadcast makes it to, um, let them know that it was not by mistake that they were supposed to hear of your goodness, of your faithfulness, of all the things that you can do, God. Show them that you are not just a name, that you're not just a name, Jesus, but you are something. You are someone, God, that they can turn to any time of day, day or night, whether they're going through something bad or good, God. Just whisper in their ear. Show them who you are the way you did for me, God. Do it for them, God. Show the people who, who, who want to get to know you, God, who you are. Show them of your goodness, God. Show them what you can do, God. I ask that whoever is listening, that any problem that you're having, please go to God. Please go to God. Show them, God. We thank you for blessing us. And I ask that you bless our families, each home, God, home by home, individually. Each person in every home, God, I ask that you bless the sick, the shut-in, God. I ask that you bless the homeless. I ask that you bless the children without food, God. I ask that you bless the battered women, God. I ask that you bless the incarcerated men and women, God, and children and teenagers. I ask that you be with the troubled teen who may hear this broadcast, God, and help them to come to you, God. I thank you for your open arms, for your hands that are always stretched and grabbing us in, God. I thank you for snatching us up, God, when we didn't know which way to turn. I thank you for being that ear that will hear us now and always. With this prayer, I ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you.